Hello there, and welcome to another podcast. There's been a slight gap since we were doing these podcasts, and in this podcast, we explain why. If you read any of the newspaper columns or know me in any form, social media or whatever, you probably already guessed. But um, anyway, let's find out. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. It's nice to be back. I know I was off for a little time. Some people know, some people have guessed, and if uh, well, you might not have cared why I was off, it's good news. I've been working on... Um, like a cloning system, a way of furthering my DNA and making it live beyond my years. If anything, this is the goal of science fiction. Um, didn't work doing it with con- test tubes and all that lark, so I had a kid instead. I got a son! Hey. Been off for a few weeks sorting out all of the nappies and all that lark. Which actually, it is good to get involved. Because pregnancy, and I know I didn't talk about it on air, because, you know, you don't want to jinx things or anything, but now we can look back and say, during those nine months, not a lot you can do as the dad, is there? As the father of a child, my responsibilities were basically the conception and then sitting there during the labour. Twelve long hours. And the labour wasn't short either. Now, come on. You've got to expect jokes like that. But no, my jobs were basically the conception and sitting there through the labour... Lots of pain screams, sounded very difficult, and the labour was also... It's the same joke. It's the same. Anyway, so there's a new kid on the block, basically, and that's why I was off uh, for a couple of weeks. Back now, doing some radio. I, I hear that he's actually listening. He's tuned in via the radio. So, hello, Rory. This will be blowing your mind, won't it? Look at that. Dad can throw his voice. Um, so, that's what I've been up to. In the papers today, chemicals keeping shipped fruit fresh also spread a fungus which gives people severe yeast infections, according to what sounds like a very stretched excuse. Uh, Candida auris has reached every continent. So there you go. It just goes to show eating vegetables not good for you. I knew it all along. Dodged that particular vegetative bullet, didn't I? Also, thank you for your messages. The reason I was off for a couple of weeks, three weeks as it turns out eventually, is little Alan got a new little Alan added to the world? We needed more, more, more Alans, more Steve Alans, little mini ones. That's what we got into anyway. Thanks for your messages uh, on the phones as well. Oh one seven oh eight seven four one oh seven five. It's Steve from Upney. Hello. Hello, Steve. Hello there. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you also dada, wearing dada, a nappy? Oh yeah, yeah. I got tits on about two and a half weeks ago. I'd scrounged the large child stuff. They said Steve Adams was two and a half weeks pregnant. <laughs> what, Steve Adams pregnant? <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't me doing the pregnancy. I oh, I farmed that out. I uh, delegated, yeah. Oh, you delegated? Yeah, well, she, the missus was pregnant. You, so you and your, your wife were Korea. What did you decide? Did you decide to have a child, or is it just the one... No, we deliberately planned it. Um, we both oh. have careers, but we're both going to keep careers afterwards. I reckon you can do everything, can't you? Oh, are you, so are you going to get a babysitter? Hopefully, yep. Yeah. Some sort of... Uh, oh, no, I don't want to That's the main reason <laughs> yeah. to have a kid, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah. So, is it a boy or a girl? Uh, it's what? As a babysitter? I know which one I'd rather have. No, a boy or um, a young, A young boy. I now have a young son. All right, so St- Stephen Jr. Yeah, it's not his name, but yeah. Hmm. They can train him up to be a... Or in his file Already, I've been teaching him the basics. Yeah, he knows how to press uh, buttons. I mean, if a one-year-old can do a radio show, I probably should accept a pay cut. <laughs> it won't take him that long to learn how to do this job, though, let's be honest. 
Thank you very much for those who've noticed. Yeah, you're right. If you put two and two together, you can solve what's happened. Took a couple of weeks off because first child, first one I've I've had. I've got a new son. And you're right. There is a strong part. There's a big slice of us who made this child just because it's probably the only way to increase my listenership. I think if I can one at a time... um, What's the word? Sire. That's it. Sire enough people. And then, because he's listening now, that's the next one on the on the listening figures. Yeah. And thanks for your messages. Uh, Julian Chase Cross says, congratulations on being a daddy. Well, I've got a son. I think I was always the daddy. What? Maria and Dagnum says, congratulations to you and your wife on the birth of your baby boy. Enjoy. They grow up too quick. Do they, though? It's three weeks old. And so far, no writing. Found that a shock. Um, afternoon, Steve. Glad it's going well, says Ted in Elm Park. Uh, great name. He's already had to change it to Raw. That's what I did like about having a son called Rory. You can kind of half pronounce his name already just when he's in a mood. Um, afternoon, Steve, says Jenny Colliero. Who's the daddy? Yep, me. Congratulations on the birth of your first son. Welcome to the wonderful world of parenthood and sleepless nights. To be fair, though, I'm new to to parenthood. I'm not new to sleepless nights. There's been a pandemic and a war going on. Come on, I've had enough worries already. I just thought I'd add to it. Afternoon, I'm Steve in the papers today. New research says that all booze is bad for your heart. I've not read the full story. I think that just means don't drink all the booze. Just leave a little bit in the bottom of the glass. A little bit. No, we've not drunk it all, have you? Because, you know, I'm taking care of my health now, now that we know what's been happening over the last few weeks. By the way, thank you to Valerie, sends a message saying uh, congratulations. And, and again, I feel like I really should reiterate how I've done very little work. As the father, you did, it's not the same, is it? I was only there for the conception and sitting by the pool for the labour. And I should point out it's a birthing pool, not... I'm just going to be out the back having a daiquiri and a swim, love. Good luck, it's not that. But I, my role, as we've been discussing on the show, my role was simply the conception and being there for the labor lots of grunting and pushing and that was just the i think that it's going to be the same joke all the way through the show if you don't mind i've got loads of them written down like um where's this one i was there for the conception and the labor it's better with a nurse involved i mean look there's loads of them loads of them. we'll do more of those as we go on karen in harold hill says congratulations steve has baby rory got more hair than you Yes, he actually has, yes. Yeah. Got a bit, a bit of hair on his back like his dad as well. He takes after me in many ways. He's also got a piece of A4 with lots of jokes confusing the conception and the labour. Like this one. I was there for the conception and to be there for the labour. We had to put lots of towels down to protect the carpets. And the... It's the same joke. We heard in the news bulletin this little nugget, which was peculiar. Chocolate firm Ferrero is recalling some batches of Kinder Surprise eggs, it says as a precaution. It's being linked to 57 cases of salmonella in the UK. Firstly, congratulations, that would be a surprise. What did you get at your Kinder Surprise? The runs. But I here's what shocked me about that story. I didn't realise that Kinder Surprise eggs were that authentic that they could have salmonella in them. Like, you know, actual eggs. How are they made then? Is there some sort of bizarre hybrid chicken that they've got going on? Because this is like the Edwina Curry days, isn't it? When there was salmonella in the chicken and she was saying don't eat eggs. Now it's gone all the way to chocolate eggs. This is a bad time of year for it. This is 
you know what I don't like with a cream egg I am still willing to take the risk but yes I do love a cream egg yes I will continue to eat them any kind of Easter egg even though there is this salmonella scare all you need to do is boil it for three minutes first Whitney Houston million dollar bill and here's the thing if I'd have realized that's about million dollars and the story I was about to read you was about money I would have found a smoother transition from that to this in the papers today Cash prizes of £100,000 or less are not life-changing, according to ITV bosses who clearly get paid too much. Presenters are now banned from saying it amid fears that the winner might sue. Put a pin in that, we'll come back to that point in a second. Good Morning Britain host Andy Peters, 51, looks good on it, doesn't he? He says, we give away a million pounds and they wouldn't let me call it life-changing because, and this is exactly what the lawyers said, if Richard Branson won it, it wouldn't change his life. So, if Richard Branson is sitting around entering competitions to win money on ITVs this morning, this being a, a entrepreneur lark's easier than it looks, isn't it? Sitting around in pyjamas all day watching daytime TV. But let's go back to that other point. The idea that someone would sue. Ima imagine that someone enters a competition. You know, they're sitting at home. Alison, whatever her name is, goes, All right, welcome to this morning. All right. Want to win some money? Want to win some money? And then you phone up and you win £100,000. And because it's not life-changing in your opinion, you sue? Why? What are you going to do? Best case scenario, they give you more money. It's not going to affect you, is it? Apparently, it doesn't change your life. So what I thought we'd ask on the show today, how much money do you think it would be to be life-changing for you? So they talk of a million pound, of course, that would absolutely turn my world upside down. They also mention cash prizes of 100,000, but that would definitely sort me out. 100,000 pounds? You are kidding me, aren't you? You'd never see me again around here. Um, but I still think even way less than that. You give me a good chunk of dosh in. Like, for example, um, Andy Peters was saying that there was a woman who won 3,000 pounds and now she drives to work instead of taking the bus. And he said that that is life-changing. He's right, because now she is driving rather than taking the bus. That will impact the lives of anyone with asthma in that local area because of the particulates. So how much money would it take to be life-changing for you? And what would it buy? I was asking, given that ITV considers £100,000 not life-changing. Hey, what? How much money would it take to actually like, change your life? Just to, to enough of a level that you'd say, all right, that was life-changing. Ted in Elm Park says 162 million yen would do me. Hang on, I have to Google it now, aren't I? 162 yen to centimetres, what's that? Hang on, yen, oh yeah. Oh, it's one pound sterling. 162 yen is one pound sterling. So you've just asked for one million pounds. Okay, I mean, good luck. <laughs> that's, that's more than you can win on this show. I'll give you that much. I won't give you that much, is the point. Which reminds me of the old joke of the bloke. Bloke who comes home and says to his missus, pack your bags, I've won the pools. And she says, I'm doing the northern accent because that's how these jokes get told. Oh, where are we going? Nothing, I've packed... Hang on, what's the joke? Not Nowhere, pack your bags and get lost. That's it, isn't it? Um, so how much would you need to win for it to be life-changing? Stevie Natalie in Barkingside gets in touch and says having a Monday club in the pub, so around 30 quid should do it if you're offering, bruv. We should have done that, wouldn't we? We could have given away the smallest amount of money that someone would accept. Even that would stretch the budget of this show too far, to be fair. 
thank you to steve who gets in touch and says massive congratulations to at mr Stephen allen on the birth of your son at least you know everything works uh, yep that's the main reason to have kids i think and angela says congratulations you've had a baby you've kept that quiet well not if you ask the neighbors in fact i believe that is the basis of one of the jokes we've got on this page of jokes where we confuse the conception and the home birth um i was only there for the conception and of course to be there for the home birth and we had to warn the neighbors that there might be screaming the honestly it's a page it's over a page worth of these we've got going on now competitions on itv can't be described as life-changing if they are less than a hundred thousand pounds because their fear is that someone would win that and then get back in touch and say, oh, my life didn't change. I'm going to sue you over that. And they imagine if someone did that and they didn't expect me to form some sort of Batman style vigilante thing to go around and give them a dry slap for being so stupid. Honest. But I was wondering what level of money would be life changing for you? 01708741075 to the phones. Hello. What's this about money, Steve? I was saying, how much would you consider to be life changing? Uh, well, I'm actually sitting on it. Um... I had a valuation done of my council property, and the land is worth £1 million, and I'm actually sitting on it. <laughs> I suppose technically you are. Do you, do you own the house, or is it still technically... I pay rent. I pay rent, yes. It's built in 1948, and it's worth lots of money. Right. To someone and, else, uh, yeah. a large garden. <laughs> do you think that kind of money would change your life if you suddenly found yourself with, you know, if you were a millionaire? If you were calling in as Steve the Millionaire from Upney... I'd take more of your phone calls, but would it change your life in any, any other way? Yes, I've not been funny. I'm about to avoid the M25, M11 and seal my family. I've not seen for years in Yorkshire. Ah, right. So if you got that much money, you'd leave? Yeah, yeah. But also, I'd like to find a lady. Yeah, but I'm, 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 I'm fully fit now. Well, nearly fully fit. I'm finally all selling just to find myself a nice lady that would like to come up to... Uh, celebrate the cost of Scarborough. <laughs> right. I mean, I'd get the money first and that might happen. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Stevie. Larry, good to uh, speak to you again. So I guess you've heard the big, the big showbiz news. Of course. It's what I do for a living, Stevie. I always know what the famous people on TV have been doing. Yep. So you're excited that I have a three-week-old baby. Oh, I didn't know you had a kid. Oh, that's nice. But... I'm a celebrity. Oh, not really. You're not A-list, you're not B-list. You're so far down the alphabet, you're Omicron-list. So what news are you talking about, then? Will Smith slapping Chris Rock? Oh, that happened a week ago. Your baby happened three weeks ago. You're still going on about it. Fair point. Besides, you're the father. It's not like you had that much to do. Hey, I was at the conception, and I was there to help with the labour. Did she need gas and air? Yes, she did. And what about during the labour? That... <clears throat> hoisted by my own petard. Listen, thank you very much for the update. We'll speak soon. OK, toodles. Spot of this story. The owner of Ladbrooks and Coral this week is expected to report a slowdown in online growth after the lockdown. Because apparently it looks bad in their ledger. However, it's mainly because of how well they did during the lockdown. They didn't have to spend as much money on their open stores, but of course online, people were doing apparently a lot of gambling. And I don't know why. Was there not enough gambling for you during a pandemic? Leave the house and wear a mask that you don't know if it's going to work or not. Touch something that someone else might have touched. Stand near someone who's done this. <coughs> oh... Anyway, so uh, 
good news bad news i can't work out what that is news wise we're also interactive getting your songs on emails to on air at time 1075.net we can take it at the phones as well hello Arnon, Steve, welcome back thank you very much nice John to be Rockford, here uh, doing the uh washing at the moment got the washing machine going the tumble dry going Okay, well, and, it's not uh, it's not too yeah. bad, is it? It's not like you've got to take it down to no. the bottom of the river and hit it against stones. Thing, is it really? You know, I actually don't mind doing the washing. I think I'm quite good at it because it's all ele- it's electrics, isn't it? You it's you know, because it's a mixture of technology and chemistry. That's right up my street. Okay, anyway, uh, can you play your my best friend by Queen, please? Yeah, I reckon we can get that on. I'll get back to me smalls. All right, well, be careful where you put your hands, because that's another form of gambling we don't want to get into. Here's an interesting story from the papers today. Might be stretching that word interesting a little far, but let's have a look. TV star Scarlett Moffat says that she's obsessed with aliens. Ooh, I do like an alien story on this show. Um, She's even discussed them on her first date with her police boyfriend, Scott Dobinson. The 31-year-old said she wanted to show him her weirdness straight away, rather than being her TV version of herself. I don't think there's a weirdness. That's that's polite. That's nice. I think we'd know... Even if we... I only know your TV version of it. But your enthusiasm for absolutely everything comes across. Put it that way. Scott, 36, was not put off by her out-of-the-world interests. And the pair have been uh, together for three years. She says, I'm obsessed with aliens and thought, no, I'm going to show you my weirdness straight away. What, in case he was one or something? I am not worried about people being obsessed with aliens. I'm not worried with aliens being on nearby planets. My big worry, and I don't know if you remember this now, this was from last July, I think, when the news story came out that there are radio signals been detected being broadcast from deep space. And I don't think I've mentioned this often. My worry is that if they're now getting radio technology, these aliens, and they're listening to our radio broadcast from this planet, what happens if they start trying to listen to them all and then communicate back? If ever they broadcast on 107.5 megahertz, it'll break into the signal. I mean, I don't think you need to worry about it too much. I'd say it's it's not likely that you'd start to get some interference that would then with the aliens and the aeroplanes. We have been monitoring your radio broadcasts to learn about your species. I am surprised you humans didn't realize that Will Smith's slap at the Oscars was staged. This whole thing is fake as the moon landing. If you look at the crowd at the Oscars, they were all paid actors. The odds of finding break through the signal, so I don't think you need to worry about it. But... What I'm saying is, keep an ear out just in case there ever is any sort of interference. Could be aliens. How about this one in the papers today? One in four of the UK's 130 bus drivers have had an affair with a colleague. <gasps> now, firstly, what? I mean, that's a lot, isn't it? One in four bus drivers have had an affair with a colleague. Well, that counts for one of the other four. Here's my question. You know when... And don't picture it, but picture it a little bit. You know when two bus drivers are, um, you know, you know, and they've had a little kiss and a cuddle, and then one of them gets off. Do you reckon the other one says, thank you, driver? Do you reckon that's what they do when they leave? That's what I'm thinking. Do you know what? I always thought there was something suspicious about the fact that 
Whenever I'm on a bus and they drive past another bus, they always stop and wave at each other. I knew there was something going on. You've now made it to the end of the podcast. Congratulations. I should say to you, after a full podcast of people saying it to me, we'll try and do more of these podcasts wherever you find this. Get subscribed. There's also more details on the TV show coming out soon as well. Back on the telly and hopefully a very funny, funny show. Uh, details on that on the way. So track me down on social media at Mr. Stephen Allen. That way you won't miss any of it. And until next time, bye.